Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 284. Wait, are we rolling? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Season 284, episode four, leave it in, Justin, of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Thursday, April 27th, 2023. I think Earth Day is around here somewhere. I don't know. Miles usually checks this shit for us. But I think it is or was Earth Day not too long ago. And I personally, big fan. The Earth. Big fan of Earth. Killing it. Still killing it. I'm still, every time I see an animal, I'm like, man, they're still hanging on. Despite all the shit that we put them through, there's still squirrels scurrying around. Uh, Although the squirrels are getting a little fat, I feel like. I don't, I don't know if they just had a particularly good spring or what, but the, the squirrels in my neighborhood look very slow and fat. Getting ready for summer, man. Get the thigh meat out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thick ass. Uh, that <laughs> thick squirrel ass is on full display in my neighborhood, uh, not to brag. Some summer dresses on, squirrels. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Dr. Rippled Plumpers. That is a Dr. Pimple Popper, a.k.a. because that ad is in my head because it's constantly on during the NBA playoffs. And there is some grotesquerie. There is some of the wildest, foulest shit I've ever seen on a television screen that they're just like, yeah, this guy has a second head on his neck that is a pimple, I guess, and we're going to pop it. Anyways, also a reference to my rippled thick-ass thighs uh, that I like to (laughs) brag about. I'm thrilled to be joined 
in the second seat by a very special guest co-host, an award-winning podcast host, writer, producer, actor, you know from Grand Crew, How I Met Your Father, and from guest hosting this podcast, it's Jackie Sneo! And if I ever need a guest host, you can Woo. be sure to call on Jackie Sneo. And if I ever... What up, niggas? We are <laughs> back. We are oh, in man. the house. What a we song. got Daddy Jack. I love that song, man. I love that song, and I, I always forget to listen to it and then when i do i'm always surprised that it has exactly like 12 words in it and yeah it's just that same shit. <laughs> yeah over and over it's the same shit over and over and it's goddamn beautiful and i love so it love it love it miss love r&b well, miss we r&b thrilled. man thrilled to have mm-hmm. you here yeah i just uh my phone stopped connecting to my car and so i've been listening to a lot of radio and K-Day, I think, is the station in Los Angeles that plays, like, 90s rap and R&B. Old hits. Yes. Yeah. That's that's been fun past couple days. I was just saying, I was just telling this to somebody recently. I, I... I miss knowing who my like morning DJs and radio yeah. people are. Like, I don't listen to the radio. I don't commute, like, every day. Uh, and when I do, I'm just soul crushed instead of, like, wanting to listen to shit. And I miss... Yeah. I miss it. I miss it. Yeah, me too. Who are the Who That's are good. the DJs? I know Novena Carmel is one. Well, who? I don't, you know, I don't know. We should bring. It's our like a nice little piece of synthetic community that we used to yeah. have. Just yeah. you know, oh, they're hanging out at the Dayton Mall, <laughs> the Z ninety two, Z ninety three. I guess was my radio station that I grew up with. They're hanging Shout out, out at to the people mall in Chicago. Tonight. That's cool. That was lovely. The bad boys from WGCI. You saw always listening to them boys. Bad boys. Well, Jaquise, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by one thrilled. of the hottest young stand-ups and margarita aficionados <laughs> in the nation. Uh, you've seen him on stand-up stages and TVs across this great country. Uh, you may also know him as the winner of the title of Wittiest in the Franklin <laughs> County High School 2009 <laughs> yearbook. Please welcome the brilliant and talented <laughs> Caleb Sinus! What's you had up, such man? a cool song intro, and I now I'm like <laughs> bragging about winning wittiest in high school. That's pretty cool, hey, man. I didn't, I didn't win wittiest in high school. Yeah, I would have loved to. Well, witty, like, is there even such a thing as a witty high school student? It's like, <laughs> you know, I think it is. Yeah. Just, I think it is. Yeah, because like high school, like you know how motherfuckers are in high school. They think they're witty, but to 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 be voted the wittiest out of a group of people who think they are also witty. Yeah, everybody right. thinks they're funny. Because everyone thinks yeah. they're funny. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody thinks they're best to take home to mom, but everybody thinks they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that an award? Best to take oh, yeah. home to mom? Wow. Yeah, which I think is a little... Uh, that's a little Brings suggestive. your mom's horniness into it? <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, yeah. Like you take her home mom- and like, be like, mom, I, this is the one I... But it's also like, it's weird that we're voting like, who do we all want to fuck? And yeah. then who do we all want to marry? Because you're yeah. going, yeah. There's, there's, there's uh, what is it? A most attractive or like I don't remember, but there's one where it's like hottest. Yeah, and yeah. There's there one is like a hottest. Yeah. Can I tell you? This is best to take home the mom. <laughs> this is really so fucked up. Weird. Sure, we really all want to fuck him, but you know who else would? 
your mom, my mama, my mom would want to fuck this guy. <laughs> in high school, in high school, y'all, this is very sad, and I'm sorry, everybody who's gonna hear this and be like, "That's not funny, Jackie's," but it's funny to me. Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> unfortunately, un- unfortunately, someone passed away Uh-oh. in high school due to a car accident, and the. <laughs> The woman who was driving, the girl who was driving him was very sad. It's very, very sad. <laughs> and at the end of the year, it was our senior year uh, in the yearbook, and <laughs> people voted her the worst driver. <laughs> no! <laughs> they let them put that in the fucking yearbook. No! They, they made sure to take it out, but she won the best driver, the worst driver. <laughs> and it's so fucked up. Because it's, it's like a so fun award up. for just... That like that's not what I'd heard of. But that, <laughs> oh my god! Oh boy! Not the person who passed, but the person who was driving when the person the passed. person who was driving with a person is so fucked up. Ooh. I'm so oh sorry, my everybody. God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that just tells you how cruel high school students are. <laughs> truly, like the yeah. meanest. <laughs> wow. Oh. Oh, I I forgot I forgot her name, but I hope she's doing well. Yeah, no, oh, let's so not let's not mention. Well. Jeez, they are so, so cruel, too. like uh, they, they're so I don't think cruel. they're witty, but no one has has more capable. Like that's all their brain has to do. They don't have to worry about work, and they don't really have thoughts. It's just like be mean, and some of them are really good at it, dude. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, some yeah. of them are great at it. Yeah, kids are yeah. really they can cut Worst right driver. to the bone. Worst yeah, drivers, so fucked up. And again, it's not funny, but. It is. It is actually really funny. It's like, not everything funny is nice. (laughs) Yeah. It's like really (laughs) fucked up. And I hate how funny it is, but it's really, it is pretty funny. It's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. That sucks. That is so harsh. That does suck. Yeah. Anyways, keep your eyes on the road, teenagers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It is weird we even let them drive when you think about it. Really should not. It is. We We don't let them do anything else. Just drive the most dangerous shit. That's crazy. They're fifteen yeah. sometimes. Go drive. Go drive a two thousand pound weapon around yeah. the fucking road. <laughs> yes, yeah. and make sure yeah. we let them drive right when they're the horniest and distracted they'll ever yeah. be in their life. <laughs> like yeah. just the worst impulse control that I've ever had in my life. <laughs> just going like a hundred yeah. miles per hour for no reason oh, at all. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I really hope that person is not a listener of this podcast i hope i hope not but if they are yeah i'll tell you this everyone i've ever <laughs> talked shit about on on a podcast found out about it <laughs> every yeah. single time <laughs> yeah. That seems to be the case. yeah doesn't matter how obscure they find like six degrees of separation it's gonna get there somebody's sending that link well, because there's a very parasocial thing that happens in podcasts, and so it's just like talking shit about somebody in high school. You know, they're yeah. like, "Well, that's my friend." So, and so is this other person that they were talking shit about who has their own podcast. So, I'm gonna go tell them. Yeah. Well, I know for me, I get links all the time. Hey, somebody said this about you on Seth and Seth and I get it Damn, every, every time. Every time I've been mentioned, I find out. Damn. Yeah. You apparently get mentioned on podcasts more than me. I didn't say it was good. It's people talking (laughs) shit. (laughs) All right, Caleb, we're going to get to know you a little bit better. Find out why so many people talk shit about you on (laughs) podcasts, among other things. But first, a few of the things we're talking about. Uh, We're going to talk about another podcast. We rarely do this, but Steven Crowder 
<laughs> is getting a divorce, and his announcement of the divorce was just wild. It was truly like he, I, I don't know, like, first of all, he like implied that his wife shouldn't be allowed to leave him. And then also kept being like, and guys, it is not my kid's fault. I just, I can't emphasize this enough that I know that you all think it's my kid's fault. <laughs> it's like, nobody thinks it's your kid's fault, man. But uh, <laughs> anyways, so we'll, we'll talk about that because somebody who's built his entire persona around not having empathy for people who are struggling. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just interesting to see where he's at. Uh, Jaquise. Yes. You you were on the first episode of this podcast where we talked about UFOs. Oh. I, I want br- to I want to bring it back for old time's sake and there Let's there's a new there's a new popular mechanics, the most uh-huh. popular popular mechanics profile of a guy Lou Elizondo who's the guy who like worked for the Pentagon for a bunch of years and resigned with a letter that was like, there's so much UFO shit that they're not telling you. And I worked on it. So let's get these tinfoil hats ready. Get the tinfoil hats fucking ready. We're going to talk about it. Caleb, I don't know. How how do you feel about UFOs, aliens, all that shit? I think it's going to be like everything else in life that uh, it'll affect uh, rich people will get to have fun and uh, regular (laughs) people won't. It's like, like, I think of it like a boat. Like, yeah, I hear there's boats. Well, I'm not going to be able to afford one. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not around them. You know, it's like, it's a UFO. <laughs> you I don't think know, rich just... people have better access to UFOs? I feel like it, whatever. Yes. It, it, if the aliens it, come down, they're not talking to poor people. They're not, huh. you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not going to affect my life. I mean, Listen, thus far, if you that... believe any of the UFO abduction stories, it's been mostly poor people. That they've oh, they been... abduct us. Yeah, yeah. Put stuff in our ass, but they don't, we don't get to, no, there's no wow. benefit. You, you think know? they're elitist? Huh? Yeah, because people okay. are. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So why would aliens be good? It's the same shit. That's <laughs> a very good point. Anyways, we'll, we'll talk about some of, there. there's some new details on some of the sightings, at least details that were new to me. Um, also, this guy seems to like think the aliens want to attack us, but like they've been here for forever and haven't attacked us, even though they could at any moment. So we'll talk about <laughs> that. They, they, I mean, their their technology is so much better than ours. I don't. They're not scared of us, but it's it's weird. Anyways, we'll talk about the Elon of aliens, where you're like they're smart in one way, but no other ways. Yeah, (laughs) in one very specific way. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, all of that, plenty more. But first, Caleb, we do like to ask our guests why, uh, what, why is something from your search history? But also, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Oh man, it's so embarrassing the things I ask. But uh, the the questions like I I I just typed in who, what, where, when, what, I'd like to see what like. <laughs> and the last few, uh, the how I asked was how many thoughts does a human have a day? Oh, mm. oh, that's a good question. Were you isn't lying? that a good? What I was thinking like three or four hundred in my head, and it's yeah. seventy thousand. Isn't that crazy? Seventy. Seventy thousand. Crazy. 35,000 of them are about the left breast and 25,000 <laughs> are about the right. <laughs> I think this, That's a lot. I, 
I remember That's when funny. I was young, and I think I heard <laughs> this wild. actually on a radio show where someone was like, the average man thinks about sex every like 40 seconds. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not thinking about sex ever like enough. But you and, are. Like, you, are. Yeah. you don't even realize you it because you're so is that time, it, you're 35 thoughts down the line. I feel like I'm not even aware of all these thoughts that are happening, if that many thoughts are happening, or my brain is far slower than everybody else's, because that seems yeah, too 70, high to me. 70,000 seems so inaccurate, but like, I think it is, but I'm compelled to believe it and just more believe the fact that our brains are so turned off that we don't, we don't even remember all the thoughts we're having. Like, right. you'll forget the thoughts you had a minute later. Probably. And well, if you think about away. the thought you just had, that's another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So you don't have time to register every thought as a thought and clock it. So like, but like I was thinking about it, like every day so I wake up and I'm like, I have to pee a little bit. Can I go back to sleep? I have to pee. Maybe the pee right. will go away. So like uh, every sensation counts as a thought. That's it. That's interesting. Yeah. I think it must because that's a, I mean. And then you like, like when you're talking to people, you'll be like, boy, he's talking for a little while. And then you're like looking <laughs> at like, man, he, he missed the, that. There's one big long hair over there next to his ear. Yeah. Just, you can't get it. There's too many. There's a lot. That seems like too many thoughts. Yeah. It, it does seem like according to Discover Magazine, which is just a web page and who, who knows if it's any more trustworthy than the source you were using i have to assume caleb was yahoo answers right oh a quora i only quora. trust the quora. real shit yes quora. Shit. no it's jeeves jeeves, <laughs> jeeves did jeeves. dude jeeves knows all but that <laughs> like the this discoverer article is like this is actually disputed and some people call it a myth but the other example the other number they give are also crazy high like i'm my brain doesn't work in a way where i can just like they're like actually some people think it's only fifteen thousand, and like my that doesn't fifteen thousand and seventy thousand are the same number in my brain like that yeah my brain doesn't know the difference i was literally thinking hundreds in the hundreds yeah yeah Uh, yeah i mean i would yeah i would probably think like and i would think in the thousands just because hundreds is but the funny thing but, is I Googled it and told my girlfriend. She was like, yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. she'd never heard that. But she goes, that sounds right. And then she was like, I don't yeah. think you have seven. I think you have like one thousand. And I was like, oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks babe. Did you? Thanks. Yeah. I'm a Thank simple you, baby. Man. <laughs> well, I like thanks for somebody, insulting me, sweetheart. <laughs> somebody actually once said that to me about because I like I was a philosophy major and they were a philosophy major. And their theory was that people who study philosophy or like who are interested in philosophy, like their brains actually are just slower than other people's brains. So like Mm. our we like stop and ruminate on like dumb bullshit for longer than other people, which kind of made sense to me. I do think my brain is slower than most brains. Yeah, that was the only class I didn't fail in college was philosophy. Because yeah. I was just like, oh, I can just make shit up. We can just got talk that shit. slow brain. You got that this good slow brain. Like, I <laughs> <Yeah. do. laughs> yeah. let's brag about it. Like, it's a good thing. Yeah, I'm like an old train. Yeah, like, I'm not fast, but I I'll get there. Take our sweet ass time getting where we're going. I just rewatched a movie, uh, Lucy. I think was the name of it with Scarlett yeah. Johansson. Yeah, yeah, where like she drugs herself up or some shit or something happens and yeah. Um, she has the ability to unlock more than 10% of her brain. 
Yeah. And I was just thinking of that, like, and like that whole ten percent of your brain thing has been proven by scientific uh, methods to be somewhat of a myth. But right. we don't it's, use like yeah. it's not our brains don't work like you only use ten percent of that. Like it, our it's, brains don't you work use ten like percent at a time. Is it? I think right, what it right, is. Right. So yes. like you, yeah, you like what well, one time when you're like typing, you're using that part of your brain. But right. if you if you tried to use all of your brain all at the same time, you would just like have a seizure and soil yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like that's just well, not how the According to Lucy, you would be able to bend spoons and, uh, <laughs> right. you know, <laughs> I'll just bend the spoon. Like if I, yeah, if yeah. my mind could do shit, I'm not wasting it bending a spoon. Well, it's like being yeah. like, you only use 10% of your computer keyboard <laughs> at all and it's like yeah at a time i'm using one letter at a time and like if yeah. i tried to use them all at the same time it wouldn't work it would be gibberish so well <laughs> yeah it would be gibberish but yeah lucy and limitless uh, there, there's a handful of movies ah, that yes, seem limitless. like they're all in the genre of metaphor for writer who just tried cocaine or <laughs> amphetamines for the first time <laughs> like and they're just like whoa what if this just keeps getting better and better? What if I just, uh, yeah. It's like that, you know, Rob Hayes has that bit where he's like, if you used all your brain, all your thoughts would be like, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. Pump your heart, pump your heart. We have a new show from this guy, David Eagleman, who's like the foremost neuroscientist in America. He's like a Stanford scientist. He wrote this book. The reason I reached out to him in the first place is he wrote this book, Incognito. And the book is all about like how we like most of what like our conscious mind is like just this little like pinhole view on what's happening in our brain and like our brain is doing you know at at any moment it's doing 900 things that we're like not aware of like you know like pumping our heart (laughs) causing us to breathe and we just have this like tiny little pinhole view and and then there's all these mental processes that are happening in the background and then like rise to the surface once they're yeah. I'd like to get baked. down to five percent. Yeah, that five, I know that. yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? yeah. You know? yeah. Ten is I want to be mostly ass. unconscious. <laughs> they're going to offer that soon. Yeah. They'll give some. <laughs> you use less of your brain. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I like get to get down CBS. to one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's let somebody else live this life. I mean, I think that's what our phones do for us, right? Is that they is, like, yeah, they make us use... Yeah, make us use a lot less of our brain. I've I've guest hosted a lot on the show, and also I've guested on the show. Probably the best. That was probably the best uh, Google search one that I've heard. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah, man, I'm googling my ass off over here trying to <laughs> trying to yeah. win. All right, on that, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and get overrated, underrated, all that good stuff. Hell yeah! Right back. Zeit gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. 
Now, I was looking at Shopify.com and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. And Caleb, we do like to ask our guests, what is something you think is overrated? All right. This is going to be controversial. I, I was I was like, I don't even know if I want to bring this up. And like, this will be the whole episode. I think is it coffee burger? Okay. is overrated. Coffee. Oh, and bro. Bro. I, yes. Oh, shit. Okay. Yes. I think yes. it's the most consumed. I think it's consumed more than water <laughs> as, on Earth. As Jack drinks his big mug of coffee right in our faces. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, no, I'm I, not writing your faces, so I can't go ah, and not offend you with my coffee breath. I, I'm not offended. I drank it every day starting in like sixth grade, I think was when I started getting on the coffee train. But not that I think it's bad. I just think it's so it'd be like if somebody said, uh, you know, the greatest band ever is Van Halen. You'd be like, well, not the bet. No, it's <laughs> not correct. Right. But it's just like people like, are like, I right. gotta have it. And it's yeah. like, it's crazy how consumed it is. And it's sort of a never ending hamster wheel. It's like you, you, you drink it, you shit all day. And then you're, you, you have a, you, you feel like amazing for an hour and then you can't sleep at night. It's just like, it's this crazy it's thing. It's terrible. great. I love it. It's a great drug. 
But uh, everybody, it's almost like a, a sacrament for a, a, a religion. It's crazy to me how how much people drink it. I don't think anything even comes close to coffee. But uh, I don't know. I stopped drinking it, and now I'm like my life has improved immediately. Yeah. yeah. I don't drink coffee. I think I think I think is disgusting. <laughs> I think it tastes like somebody boiled water and then dropped a cigarette in it and it was like, here, <laughs> drink this. But like I I it is wild. I, I think there are certain remember like and this connects, I promise. Remember like in the nineties when the milk or in the eighties and nineties where big milk got us all to think that milk like help right. our milk. milk. Yeah, we talked about hey, yeah. they've got a new got milk <laughs> campaign coming back. They right do. Now. Yeah. But like the lie that we like all thought until probably I was in my 30s that like milk helps our bones. <laughs> like it helps yeah. your bones grow stronger. Like coffee is probably the best promoter and the big coffee is the best promoter cuz it is 100% a drug. It's yeah. 100% a drug. You get addicted to it. The benefits are low once you keep taking it over and over and over, which makes you take it over and over and over and yeah. shit like that. It is pretty wild that we don't. It's just, you know, in, in terms of does it do as bad as shit for us? It's like heroin. I would know. I've never done coffee, but I've done a lot of heroin. But like, <laughs> I, <laughs> heroin, you can be pretty productive. Surprisingly productive. I've been pretty, surprised, shit. pretty productive. Yeah. You know, me, yeah. Ray Charles, we've all done well. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, coffee I, I, is is wild. And nobody, and it's a worldwide thing. Like right. America is bad for some shit, but coffee is all over the world, and it's everybody crazy. drinks it. It it's is pretty wild. It's not as big. America like did really. That that's where the thing of like a cup of Joe comes from is because like the American soldiers in World War II would drink coffee while everybody else drank tea, and then mm. I, I think just American oh. influence like moved moved it so that coffee is now more popular than it's ever been. But it's yeah, just anything with caffeine is that's incredibly true. popular now. Yeah. Like, I'm noticing like Celsius people. Like, oh, I see it everywhere. It's everywhere now. And I just remember like when it first started, I was like, oh, this is going to be so popular because it has 200 milligrams of like, they're not even oh. average. They're like, yeah, this is just like a refreshing caffeinated <laughs> like workout thing. It has more caffeine than any, like more than a Mountain Dew. It's got so much caffeine. Oh, it's incredible. So, yeah, it's like the five hour energy thing. We just cycle in between like different coffee alternatives that are more caffeinated than coffee and we're yeah it, it just seemed like what i don't understand why these people don't just take like no dose or like caffeine pills you know like trucker caffeine pills well then it feels like a drug you don't want it you want it to not feel like a drug you yeah, want it to be like right. oh it's, oh, just it's a my soda. morning ritual yeah, I just yeah. cup my uh, mug with two hands and ooh, but give it a nice little sip. Celsius is incredible. I, I mean, that is that's the only one I've been afraid of. Where I'm like, oh, I I got it's too much. I'm going to the gas station a lot now, you know, because I couldn't admit I wouldn't go to the grocery store and buy a case of it. I was right. just like, ah, it feels like I should go to the gas station for the eighth time and drink another yeah. Celsius. It's just, yeah, you want Wait, to keep going. You do drink Celsius? Oh, when I need it. Like, yeah. uh, if it's like one of those, cause sometimes shows, stand up shows still start at like 1030 in some city, yeah. cities and I'm like, Oh God, I need something. Yeah. And that's the only thing that can do it. Man. If I'm up at 1030, I'm like, I'm <laughs> fucking up. This is <laughs> that's just because my kids are going to be up at six. So, I'm, Oh, what a nightmare. Yeah. 
Yeah, the worst. And they don't need shit. They wake up like ready to go. Yeah, yeah, that's annoying. They're the worst. Uh, <laughs> what is uh, what's something you think is underrated? <laughs> underrated shit. Uh, well, I gotta, I gotta redeem myself after. Okay, here's something I think is underrated. Lukewarm. It's the most shit upon temperature in the world for some reason. Mm. It's not that bad. Like everybody mm-hmm. wants, like now everybody's taking like cold plunges and they want to get cold and have a cold shower and and then you know my girlfriend wants her shower to be the, as hot as shit and I'm just like I like a nice in the middle. You know, yeah. I don't need to be going from a hot bath to a cold bath. And I think lukewarm gets a lot of shit. It's not that bad. You don't get a brain freeze when you drink something lukewarm, mm-hmm. but people shit all over it. And it w- lukewarmness never did nothing to nobody. You know, mm. yeah, no one died because I mean, they were lukewarm. No, they died because they were lukewarm. <laughs> nobody. I, I love lukewarm. I love room temp. Like, yeah, I love room temp water. You know, I. I love things just right. I'm, I'm, I'm. What's the girl who's eating the bears? Shit, Goldilocks. Um, Goldilocks. Dorothy. Goldilocks. Yeah, uh, Dorothy. Uh, I love, <laughs> like. I'm. <laughs> who was Dorothy? Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Made I love sense just to me. right. Yeah, just right is great. You know, like lukewarm, right. beautiful. Too hot, man. Like, I be hating hot showers. Which is why I hate taking showers when it's cold. Because yeah. you don't realize, like, how hot the water is. Come out the right. shower with third-degree burns and shit. Because you're I just know. like, oh, you know. <laughs> like, everything just needs to be just right. Lukewarm, right in the middle. I'm a big I fan. I agree with this. And people yeah. will say it as such an insult. That, like, like, they say it about politicians all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not even what I hate. Like, that guy's a fucking Nazi. And they're like, he's lukewarm. I'm like, that's not what, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. We need more people take. in the middle. We need more yeah. people. I was just about to say we need more people in the middle. I don't mean that politically, <laughs> but we do need more people who are just kind of like even tempered. Yes. Like we don't need everybody to be fucking fiery. We don't need, you know, we need just like some even kill people, people who just assess people who are right in the middle. Yeah. So lukewarm is just like slightly above room temp. Just if you're talking about a bath or yeah. a cup yeah. of coffee. Yeah. Cool. Cool, uh, and then you got room temp and then lukewarm. They're all right next to each other. I'm going to petition to call room temp Luke Cool. Yes. There you go. It's, it it <laughs> just cool, doesn't deserve lukewarm. all these, all these, uh, all this hate. Lukewarm is yeah. not as warm as warm, right? Uh, lukewarm is not yeah. as warm as warm. Not as warm yeah. as warm. Yes. Okay, got it. Luke, lukewarm, you can dip a toe in and be like, this feels warm, yeah. and, but it's not hot, you know. I feel like there's not many things, to your point, that the prescribed temperature is lukewarm. Other than maybe pool. Pool, te- pool, pool temp is That's the why only. I like a shower to be lukewarm. Yeah. Because I don't it, come out sweaty. Because yes. if I'm sweaty, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have even took a shower. Right. I don't want to be cold. You know? Yeah. Are you a sweaty person? Oh, man. I, that's another reason I, the coffee. I'm like, coffee just made me sweat like a motherfucker. Yeah. Right? Just all day. Yeah. Same. And still, I do it. The our listeners have like <laughs> been with me on this journey where I'm like I sworn off coffee, and I'm like actually I do a nice green tea in the morning. Now I'm back on it, but I don't yeah. do it until we start recording. I spend the whole morning not go. having any caffeine because otherwise I'm. How you feeling right now? You ready to go to the moon? I'm ready to go to the moon, baby. <laughs> ready to sprint there? Hell yeah, dude! All right. Uh, hell yeah, dog. Uh, well, speaking of hell yeah, dog, let's talk about our boy, Steve Crowder. Mm. He is, I've never really paid much attention to him other than like, I've seen 
some of his takes and they're always very bad. <laughs> they don't, I can't really differentiate between him and your Ben's Shapiro and other people. Other Like there are obviously aesthetic differences, but. Crowder tries to be funny more often than anyone. Yeah, right. He really is going for it. Yes. And so he is, as far as I can tell, this like right wing guy who always talks about the importance of like having a natural nuclear family and both a mom and dad at home because it fits in nicely with his like anti-trans, anti-LGBTQ takes. And so he came on his podcast. I think the other thing, I, I for some reason, he only crosses my my desk when things bad things are happening for him because i think he also like was in the hospital but it was like a weird undisclosed reason so now he came on his podcast and announced that his wife has basically been trying to leave him since 2021 he's like i'm in a divorce that's bad oh but but like the the announcement is so strange i don't i don't want to make people listen to it but you can, you can go listen to it. We'll link off to it in the footnotes. But like he's mad that she's allowed to leave him. He keeps being like, and in the state of Texas, it's perfectly legal that she can just decide she wants to divorce me and uh, take the kids and they'll be happy to go with her, essentially. And Is that also, not legal everywhere? Is that not it, legal everywhere? Not in not not in Steven Crowder's America. It it's so funny be. too because he's like, "Oh, Texas, we're free. You know, we got guns, ah, freedom, all the freedom." Yeah. And then it's like, "Well, what what do you mean though? Like, you don't now? Now it's not cool. <laughs> like now, yeah. the freedom to leave is not a." Uh... He does the whole thing in, on like with a handgun paperweight on his desk and is just like simmering rage at his wife for having the nerve to leave him. Also, as Cody Johnston pointed out on Twitter, he also like repeatedly emphasizes that it's not his kid's fault that his marriage failed and that his wife left him and took them to an undisclosed location, which nobody thought it was your kid's fault. But until you kept being like, and I repeat, not my kid's fault. I know that. So. I know you guys have seen fault. them and they're pretty fucking annoying, right? But even if it no. was their fault, he you had the kids. That's your fault. Yeah, man. It's all your fault. That's on you. You didn't have to do none of that shit. But yeah, you you really get the sense that he suspects it's his kids' fault and wishes that there was a law that would prevent his <laughs> wife from leaving him. Cause he's like, It was my decision. She decided she didn't want to be married anymore. And so here we are. And she can do that because that's the law in Texas. But it's so funny to me that a man like this will say shit like, stop trying to force your way of life on me. I don't want to say your pronouns. Stop yeah. trying to force your pronouns on me. But you know what you can force? My wife to stay with me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> a woman to have a baby she doesn't want. That's the things that we force. But your pronouns, yeah. stop trying to force them on me. I assume that's how he sounds. Yes, exactly <laughs> like that. I'm Steven Crowder and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife wants to leave me. Yeah. <laughs> the thing he's railing against is no-fault divorce, which was first enacted in California in 1969. And... 
has always been a feminist issue because it allows domestic abuse victims to leave marriages without the judge being like, you have to prove to me that you tried to make it work, which That's used to be the case. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So but it that, is somebody's fault. Like, no, the, the divorce is it's not the kid's fault, but no fault is like, well, what happened then? Right. Nobody's yeah, yeah. fault. But I think just legally it, it helps enable you to just like kind of get it over with without yeah. it being acrimonious. But she took the kids and he just also what another thing he keeps talking about how he needed to keep the divorce secret for the physical safety of his children. Like mm. what? Sounds like it's their fault. Like if these kids are, <laughs> sounds like they're talking shit. Yeah, right. It's I. I just there's no world in which I guess that he lives in a world in which he is like a Liam Neeson action hero would be my guess oh, based boy. on the like handgun on <laughs> handgun paperweight. Yeah. And so he's like, I I couldn't let anybody know that I'm no longer around them protecting them, and therefore for the physical safety of my children, like couldn't let this be known. But obviously, it was beneficial for him to keep it a secret for two years because it cuts to the core of his politics and beliefs and image, all of which seem to rest on a profound lack of empathy for people going through shit like this and yeah. a claim that like people shouldn't be given the benefit of the doubt. So, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of, Caleb, I don't know if you're an NBA fan, but Jaquise, like the, this reminded me of Stephen A. Smith's like new, like his, his politics and just how he talks about divorce and, you know, a, anyone who doesn't live it like the perfect life that he prescribes mm -hmm. reminded me of like how Stephen A. Smith gets mad at people for getting injured in games. <laughs> like he's, he's now right claiming. Now He's mad at Kawhi Leonard, like the guy who was the best player in the playoffs through two games and then got injured. He's like, yeah. LA should just cut ties with him. Everybody Force hates him. Force him to retire. Yeah. Do you think like, they're faking bro. the injury? No, he just like doesn't have any empathy for anybody yeah. who has a bad thing happen to them. And it's like, yeah. And it's wild because like in this, in this instance, like Kawhi, for instance, will very likely, like, need a wheelchair in 10 years. <laughs> like, yeah, from what, yeah. We, what we're hearing, like, behind the scenes, and it's starting to trickle out, is this man literally can't walk. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse. And L.A. You know, is through with him. What? L.A. is through with him. <laughs> like, well, yeah. it's perfectly so, legal in California to fire yeah, exactly. a player. Thank you. <laughs> should not be should allowed. Be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's just, like... Two people in the media whose entire brand seems to be a complete lack of empathy for people who have bad things happen to them. Unfortunately, Stephen A. Smith is probably not going to have like a career ending knee injury that we can use. To I mean, at his age, he could injure his knee doing hosting a show. That's true. It's, it could happen yeah. to him. Yeah. But I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. He also like. Had some problems with uh, Candace Owens. I guess they have a feud, but that like Candace Owens on Steven oh, yeah. Crowder based crime is so boring to me. I can't even <laughs> begin to read into it. All right. So anyways, uh, shout out to Steven Crowder. Also, he looks like he's wearing a muscle shirt. I'm pretty sure he's like wearing. He does. It's wearing like, like a car, like a superhero Halloween costume. 
I remember hearing him a couple years ago said, uh, he goes, so me and my wife, we found out this great thing. We're having trouble. We figured out this great thing. We're like, what if we just do what we did when we were single, but we stay together? And I, as soon as he said that, I was like, this shit ain't going to Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you was talking about polyamory? Ago. That was a clue. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, like when you're single, you're happy. So just do all those things. We stay together, but we just act like we're single. And I was like, that's just not going to be. Mm-hmm. He's saying this with a gun strapped. Like, <laughs> on like all right, around his fucking great body. idea, Steven. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and... Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. And we're back, and it's time to talk UFOs. Uh, there's a new profile in Popular Mechanics of Lou Elizondo, who, like, basically, I, I didn't know too much about him other than that he was the government official who retired while really making a public push to, like, declassify all these UFO, UAP documents. And this paints like a more full picture of like what his motives are. And it's a little unnerving. But first of all, just, you know, the article runs down the usual mind blowing piece of evidence 
And I don't know, where, where are you guys on the whole like UAP, UFO, like, do you, like all, like the site, what's did the, you guys see the, the UAP? 60? UAP is what's just the, another word, is like the Pentagon's official word for oh, UFOs, okay. uh, unidentified oh. aerial phenomenon. Oh, I, hate oh, I that think one. it's, yeah, yeah I think UFO is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like we got, hey, listen, y'all, listen, woke America. <laughs> Yeah. We got to stop changing them. We got to stop changing shit, all right? It's yeah. UFOs. That's what we used to, all right? Yeah. All right? We don't need a new uh, name I turned for it. I think they were, we don't need a new names for everything, y'all. I think they were trying to, like, get rid of the stigma of, like, flying saucers and shit, but... Stigma? I, yeah, oh, that shit is actually... Are the, are the UFOs mad? They're like, hey. I think they're the ones who are worried. They're like, we're serious people. We're serious adults sitting at the Pentagon. We're not... We don't believe in UFOs. We believe uh, in UAPs, which are what does that stand for? UFOs, <laughs> unidentified alien aerial, aerial phenomena. phenomena. Good lord, uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! I don't think UAPs exist, but I do think UFOs exist. Um, <laughs> 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 Interesting take. <laughs> yes, oh, I do. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I think UFOs are. They, I mean, like I would love to see one. Yeah. You know? Yeah, me too. There was really one would. time when I was like riding my bike in Santa Monica at night and I looked up and there was just this like string of lights in the sky and everyone was kind of like pointing at them and looking at them and they like weren't really moving. But I don't know that that's the closest I've got. Like I never I like Googled and couldn't find an explanation. I was also a little bit drunk. So, yeah, well, everything's unidentified to, to us because we don't know. Sh- like, I don't know. Yeah. shit. I don't know what every the object that's not like a delta plane. I don't know what the fuck it is. Up yeah, there. yeah, so. yeah. But you are pretty up on the uh, TikTok of like what what delta planes are flying over your head. At yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I have the flight. You know logs. the flight I schedule. Know. You know the I know flight. All that yeah. shit. I feel like I used to notice more planes in the sky when I was a kid too. <laughs> and I think I know <laughs> what a wild statement, but I did. But like, and, and I think it's more oh, now just because be we more. look down. There used to be more planes in the sky, right? What happened <laughs> yeah, to all these planes? <laughs> I think it's just because we look down so often now. Like, yeah, because you're on your dang phone. Yeah. My dang phone. Well, also, there's like roads in the sky. So like depending on where you are, you might oh. just like be under a fucking highway for like whatever the nearest airport is. Yeah. And you're just seeing. That's true. You know, planes pass by every minute as opposed to, you know, they, they have right. like specific paths they're supposed to stick to. So, but I used to notice more drug planes too, flying low and shit. Yeah. I don't yeah. See those much anymore. Yeah. Either. Yeah. I don't see that much anymore either. Hey, maybe, be, maybe the UFOs got them. There's <laughs> one particular like instance that I keep coming back to because it really is inexplicable. It's the the one where they saw the Tic Tacs. Sixty Minutes like interviewed the fighter pilot who like made visual contact with them. Like they were, but like it, there's just more detail on from that story. It was 2004, and they like had somebody on a nearby aircraft carrier who like received a call from an officer and was told like they had to alter their course. And he was like really adamant about it. And he like made a joke. He was like, what are you, did you see UFOs or something? And he was like, Sean, I really need you to take this seriously. And so he like went outside and like with his eyes, because like a lot of the explanations for this shit that you hear from skeptics is that, oh, it was like they have these advanced radar technologies that are just like locking onto mylar balloons or, you know, like just 
seeing things like mistaking things or there's like a trick of like the radar tracking technology but like this so he he went outside scanned the horizon with binoculars and then said several thousand feet up were five to seven lights very bright white lights no color no blinking and they were all moving in a circular pattern toward the center of this pattern suddenly one by one when they reached the center of the circle they disappeared so that's really fucking weird he says he like looked at the officer next to him and was like did you fucking see that and the lookout nodded and then the next day is the thing is is the day that like a nearby aircraft carrier had that visual contact with the tiktok so it's like really i don't know like something seemed to have been going on there like it, it doesn't uh, doesn't seem yeah. like it's it, it's not just radars it's not just, you know, it's like people seeing something with their eyes that is like matched by the radars that is then like seen by the targeting cameras that they then have on camera. And like the 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 other point they make is that like, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, it's this trait like it was a light beam or like a radar interacting with another radar or something. And he's like, that is exactly that was the very first thing we suggested. We like, saw. we we thought it might be, and immediately discounted because it like wasn't that. So like, yeah. just something for skeptics to think about is that like all of these people, none of them want to believe in UFOs. Like they just right. they don't. just keep right. seeing them. Yeah, they just I, keep seeing all, them. First of all, kudos to you for being able to read this one point font yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, i didn't want to subscribe to popular mechanics and there was a good uh website that did paste bin did somebody yeah. did the work shout out paste to paste bin. To shout out to paste bin. Yeah. but also like it's very funny you know I, you you said that i was the first time ufos were talked about on the show which i actually now remember since you said it we were all different people then, you know, we were different, we were different people. <laughs> Pandemic we were different hadn't people happened. Then. Pandemic hadn't happened. I hadn't you know. gotten mixed up in January 6th. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know? <laughs> I hadn't voted for Trump yet. Like, it was a bunch <laughs> of shit that yeah. hadn't happened. But, like, I, I always wonder why they don't, like, just let UFOs and aliens be known, right? And then the common, like, response to that is, well, the world would freak the fuck out if that were to be the case and a part of me has believed that but another part of me also believe but man the shit would probably like unite us and bring like what there's aliens here blah 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 and then the pandemic happened i was like oh ain't shit going ever united like we are like if aliens come down there's gonna be half the motherfuckers who are scared half the people who aren't half the people who's like you know, Kid Rock's gonna shoot one. <laughs> yeah, and That's then there's right. gonna be another half of people who's like, "Those are American aliens. They are here. <laughs> they are here in the United States. They believe in Jesus Christ." And like, <laughs> yeah, and do they like, go to heaven? It, That's gonna be on Fox they, News. Do they go yes. to heaven? Yeah, yes. And so I mean, that is gonna know, be the first question that I think everybody. But, like, the majority of people have is, like, okay, so, like, all the religion stuff doesn't really make sense anymore, right? But I guess that was true also right. of, like, Galileo and, like, every scientific revolution. Yeah. And they just kind of move on. And they're like, no, it does. It does. Jesus liked aliens, too. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think it would change shit. Everybody still has to go to work. Like, yeah, you know, nothing's going to unite. As long as we all still have to work, there's nothing that's going to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you yeah. still got to, I yeah. don't know. Like, motherfuckers going to be like, hey, everybody, aliens are here. Stay inside. Yeah. And people will be like, <laughs> yeah. for how long? For two weeks? <laughs> Man, fuck We're not aliens, doing that bro. again. We ain't doing that shit. <laughs> Y'all said once in a generation, goddammit. I'm not yeah. fucking like, wear a mask around aliens. I'm gonna fuck yeah. one of these aliens. Nothing <laughs> can't tell me. Yeah. I would love to see it though. What do you think, Jack? Do you believe it? Yeah, I so it, like there's two possibilities in my mind that I think are like I mean, there's like billions of possibilities, right? But like the ones that are like leading my leading candidates for what's happening is one, it's just real. There's been aliens here for all along and they are just so much more advanced than we are that like, they just like, don't really give that much of a shit about us. And they also like, don't trust us. And so like a lot of the alien sightings happen around nuclear weapons and stuff. So like, I feel like they're just like kind of viewing us as like, they're like babysitters who are just like i hope they don't like fucking kill themselves before they like get to an advanced place but it it just feels like they've been here for if if they're here they've been here for a long time they're both more advanced technologically and also like are not interested in killing us because they could have by now like it would have been so easy and i think that is why like partially at least partially why the U.S. government and the U.S. military is having such a hard time reckoning with this is that, like, they're not a threat, even though they could be. Like, they're just, like, they just seem to be flying around and not doing shit. And, like, that's confusing because their frame of mind is, like, well, the second you have the technological capabilities to, like, go and attack and steal people's shit, you do that. So... There, there's another like possibility. Like I, I'm also a big believer in the ability of the human mind to just create mm. shit. Yeah. And yeah, you know, Havana syndrome has been an ongoing story we talk about on this, where like a bunch of CIA agents together collectively kind of manifested all of these really significant physical experiences, where they were like, I heard a beam of like sound that knocked me off my feet and like gave me vertigo for the next three months. And it's like, they, they don't think they're lying about that. Like they're, the brain is just, and like so much of the brain, so much of what's happening in the brain is like behind the scenes, like happening in the dark and you can't really do shit about it. So like, maybe like one part of me is like, maybe this is just another example of that where like it's a mass hysteria, like someone sees lights in the sky that have some natural explanation and suddenly a handful of people across these ships have this like UFO bug in their brain and it starts spreading the way Havana syndrome did. But the the thing I've noticed about the like mass hysteria is it usually cuts in the direction of making you the most important person in the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the Havana syndrome, the truth of that was that they were like bored bureaucrats in this outpost in Havana where they like, it, it didn't matter. It wasn't dangerous. Havana, like Cuba and America were trying to ease relations 
And they invented a thing where they were actually like the target of like this web of international intrigue and sci-fi weapons and like ghosts, for instance, like a lot of like mass hysteria happens around ghosts. And like, that's something where it's like, yeah, like we are incredibly important. We're so important. We transcend death and, you know, it's very human centric. And whereas like aliens cut in the opposite direction, like not, uh, not only are we like not the center of the universe, we're not the only intelligent life form. We're not particularly intelligent by comparison. (laughs) And they aren't even interested enough to like fight us, let alone like talk to us. So it's, I, I feel like it's actually not the sort of thing people want to believe. And so it it feels like that there's, it's hard to believe because it's got some hard truths in it. You know? Like they look at us like we look at birds. They're like, look at look at that one go. Yeah, Boy, he's eating a lot. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, he's yeah. going to work. It's like one, we're like boring. Yeah, yeah. we're and like also, them. Like a, a million years ago, like the way we look at like a monkey house or something, where yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, they're like really cute, and look, look at them just figuring out nuclear technology. Hopefully, they don't mm-hmm. blow themselves up, but we'll just kind of leave them to it. And like we have such a we have such a. Um, you know, high sense of self. We right. think we are so important. Like, you know, I was watching the video of a beaver who was in a rehabilitation like home and they were going to let him back out in the wild soon. But in this rehabilitation home, he recognized the bathroom is where the water is and was hey. drinking shit from all around the house, building a dam to the bathroom door. So like water wouldn't come out, just his Whoa. innate ability. Right. And I'm thinking, like, you know, we as humans don't have things like that, right? Like, we, there, in every aspect of our, the one thing we do have is we can do a lot of things, but like, we don't do any of them that well. Like, <laughs> like we can't fly, so we create a plane, right? Uh, yeah, we may want to build shit, but we got to go to school to learn how to do it, right? Whereas, yeah. <laughs> like, innate. We come out the womb and take fucking a year and a half to talk and walk, whereas some babies come out of their parents' womb and them motherfuckers just walk in within two, three days, right? Yeah, like, yeah. we do a bunch of shit as humans that, but we think we're so excellent. Well, that's and what I'm going to be like, most interested in when the aliens, like, if we ever, like, make contact and can communicate is, like, what are you impressed with? And, like, what mm-hmm. looks absolutely hilarious to you that, like, we... we yeah keep doing and you're like what the fuck is with these giant steeples that they put on buildings <laughs> like why, yeah why are their towns <laughs> full of shit? these things but like they think our music is really good like that's like yeah, I'm, a, yeah. I'm interested in just like hearing aliens take on like music and, like what they what they think that i mean is. we also have like unidentified objects here on earth like we haven't <laughs> been able to, we we can't even like study yeah. Most of our own ocean. Like there's probably civilizations like, that we just don't know. We truly yeah. do not fucking know because we can't get down there. Like we're dumb. I think that's where they spend a lot of their time too, because like that's the, the one most kind of inexplicable to me sighting was this tic tac that was like over a thing that was just below the surface of the ocean and it was just like flying over it like back and forth and like this like random pattern. And, but there were like waves breaking over something in the ocean that it was like 
communicating with or something. And then like, that's when these like a whatever super hornets flew up and then like, it just bailed on that and like came up and met the super hornets. But that's my sense is they spend a lot of their time in the ocean probably because there's a lot of cool shit in there that might be cooler than us. You know? I always wonder, because, like, what if there's, like, some Elon-type billionaire who's not wasting his time running Twitter who's just developing crazy shit? Like, he's just making this shit and testing it, and we're like, and he's like, fuck, they found my weird lights, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, I I think that's wishful thinking for billionaires, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'd do with a billion dollars. I'd get some weird lights. Yeah, yeah. Get some fucking weird lights that are in the ocean. Yeah. Just freak people out. The So anyways, like the, the part of the article that freaks me out a little bit is just like this Lou Elizondo guy who's been publicizing this stuff, which I think is important. I'm glad he's doing it. The stories that have resulted have been like what kind of made me grapple with this a little bit more and think be less just like, well, there's probably some rational explanation for it. But his... He keeps like saying, well, we need to like accept these realities because we're we might be like at risk of another Pearl Harbor or like another 9-11. So it seems like his whole thing and his background is like counterintelligence in Afghanistan. And Mm -hmm. it, it seems like his whole thing is just like we need to like arm ourselves and like get ready to fight these things. It's just like there's it's not even it's not even close like it's not like the, there's nothing you can do to prepare if these things decide to like turn on us. It, yeah. That's our that's our high sense of self. Like, yo, we could prepare and fight aliens. Like, yes. bro, yes. aliens will come and flick us off like a booger on our <laughs> nails, man. Like Yeah. Like they would fuck us up. <laughs> yeah. Like, they would fuck us up. It's wild. We should yeah. find like we should find them for that would that would unite us where we're like, well, look, we found some aliens on like a on, like a planet, but they're dumb. Let's go fuck them up. Then then it'd be fun. <laughs> we find right, the yeah. only aliens dumber than us that we can. Let's yeah. go get some experience in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I th- I do think it makes sense as a strategy because that's the only thing the Pentagon is going to pay attention to is like, oh, we get to spend more money on weapons. Like, sure. Let's let this information and it's probably why they've been willing to take it seriously to this point. It's just like as a species, I think we need to hopefully have the ability to look at the fact that they've been here. Like there's been these sightings of things that fit the same description as the Tic Tacs since like the 1600s. So like they've been here. They're not interested in fighting us. And like that should give send us the message that like maybe we're the fucked up ones like because we are like whenever we have a technological advantage we decide to kill everything we can with that technological advantage and maybe instead of being like they like when, when we see these things that have a technological advantage and don't do that maybe we take a step back and be like oh like we're the monsters and or or this is just like a peculiar to our species or peculiar to like the stage of development we're currently in where we're just like more warlike and we just need to like advance and evolve beyond that but the people who get power from the military industrial complex seem like they're pretty set on you know interpreting everything through a paradigm of let's spend money on weapons to blow shit up 
unfortunately. Well, like, mm. you know, there's nothing that, like, you know, those fish in the bottom of the ocean that got lights on them. It's like, like, I don't even know if I believe that. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody told me that was <laughs> pretend right. this whole yeah. time, I'd go, I should have known. So it's like, but if there's light fish down there, why why not, like, light stuff in the sky, you know? Yeah, or Light right. things. Like, I don't know. There's so many, yeah. Like, the, so I, I read some description of just, like, what the, like, when you get down to that level of the ocean, it's millions of these like blinking phosphorescent or I, I don't know if that's the right thing but like it's just a galaxy of like glowing organisms like that's yeah there's so many of those like it's and we just have no no we have no idea we can't idea. even see all colors as human yeah. beings no yeah. like that's how ill-equipped we are for every aspect of everything we can't yeah. even see we see seven colors <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, oh, it's wild, you know. Like, yeah, like it's, three it's cones, pretty wild. It? Yeah, yeah. Like we don't see. It's it's pretty wild. But that is like Caleb. That's a very good point. Like if there's all this light shit down under the right. sea, like why not in the sky, right? Like if there is something as big as a whale in the ocean, right. why not? Why not a big ass whale like bird in the sky, right? And it's just like. Yeah, we have no scope of like what is even on this planet, let alone right. Like what is outside of this planet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's bacteria and viruses. Like, why not some skylight? I don't care about skylight. That's probably true. It might not even be alien. It's just you know, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we gave you your 420 episode a, a week oh, yeah. late, folks. Uh, <laughs> Hope you was high as hell, baby. <laughs> Caleb on heroin. Uh yeah, not not on her. We can't. We do officially not endorse heroin <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> that conversation has repeatedly come. Don't up, no. talk to me till I've had my heroin, <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, Caleb, where can people find you? Follow you? All that good stuff. Yeah, so I'm on. Uh, I'm on Twitter at dumb Caleb. I'm on Instagram at Caleb Sinan. Uh, just my name, and uh, I got a podcast. Uh, called what's it called and it's just talking shit uh, me and my buddy dave ross and it's just dumb and fun we rename stuff and we do uh we always do moon news every week because all the news is on earth why not but there's stuff happening on the moon and we do the ben shapiro beard update every week we'll tell you how long it is or if you shaved it nice and, uh, it's fun and uh how's go, it looking these days where, where are we at well uh he had it for a long time and then he said his wife told him to shave it so he did yeah and and I was like, hmm, that's interesting that he would admit to that. And then Serious it came back. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So he it came back and I, I think he listened to the podcast and he heard us being like, look, if you like the beard, keep the beard. Yeah. Uh, man. But he's letting his wife do, uh, do it, uh, make all the rules. And uh, I don't want a Steven Crowder situation to happen. So, Ben, yeah. keep the beard going if you want. I think it really makes you look like an adult. So keep, God, keep being his wife must be like just just wow. the sister thing alone is so like not since scarface has someone <laughs> wanted to fuck their sister so like so openly and <laughs> yeah, scarface isn't even real it's like i know, you know scarface isn't real man Shapiro's real yeah all right well pleasure having you is there a work of media that you've been enjoying oh man i uh, the i saw this tweet and it was just a perfectly timed you know in heat when for no reason Al Pacino just goes, she's got a great ass, <laughs> and you got your head, yes, oh, all the God. way up. 
<laughs> it's like the funniest. I can't get enough of it. It was his birthday yesterday or something. And uh, I don't I don't know why that's in there. I don't understand that line. <laughs> right. But it just really makes me laugh. But yeah, go check that out. <laughs> I'll retweet it or something. Go to my Twitter and find it. It's the funny. It brought me so much joy. It's really one of my. He he just inexplicably. Do you also see there was a so, somebody like retweeted an excerpt of like one of his interviews and like he talked about going to a movie and someone in the movie mentioned Al Pacino's name and he like started talking to the movie and then it, <laughs> and then he was like sometimes I'll do that and they were like wait you you do that at like a real screening. He's like at the Grove, yeah. Sometimes I talk to, <laughs> sometimes I talk to the movie. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? The best, uh, Jaquees. Yes, sir. So fun having you as always. Where ah. can people uh, find you? Follow you? Is there a work of media you've been enjoying? Oh, just you know, always in these streets. You can find me in them. You can find me on Instagram at. Jackie's Neal, a um, lot of fun stuff. So we are comedian feud. So I was just on Celebrity Family Feud, which will hey. be airing sometime this summer. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So Amazing. good, good time. You got to meet the time. man himself. Got to got to meet the man himself. Your Mr. competition. Harvey, yeah, competition. <laughs> They know yeah. about the show too. Uh, they brought it up to me. I didn't even have to bring it up to them, which was pretty fun. So Did they bring it up to you in a legal, like legally <laughs> threatening context. No, they was just like, "You want Steve to talk about this?" And I was like, "If he wants to, uh, <laughs> he did not." But he didn't. Fucking no. Steve. Come on, uh, man. fucking Steve Harvey. So check out Comedian Feud. We're uh, May twenty eighth, Memorial Day weekend. We're about to have our one year show, one year anniversary show. It is going to be a big one. Paul F. Tompkins, Lauren Lapkus, Jason Manzoukas, Ramona Young, Dan Black, John Gabris, just a bunch of fucking people. All wow. people who have been captains over the past year are coming back for the one-year spectacular. Yeah. I know that when we had Scott Aukerman and Manzoukas, I said we were going to live stream. I am on the hunt to keep trying that for this one-year show so people all over the world can see it. So hopefully that'll happen. And this time I will not say it's going to happen or not until I 100% know that it's a go. Right. <laughs> um, so, yes. Also, Grand Crew. Check out Grand Crew. Uh, season finale is this Friday. One hour, one hour show or two back-to-back -back episodes all in one hour blocks. So uh, check that out. I'll, you'll see me in the season finale as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, work of art. I don't have a tweet. I don't have an Instagram thing. Everybody's been talking about beef on Netflix. I want to shout out one one other show that I thought was fun. Check out the Night Agent on Netflix. The Night, Night Agent. Agent was pretty fun. It was a fun show. It's like a it's a spy thriller about an FBI agent who works in the White House. And you know, I, I'll leave it at that. You know, it's just a spy show. Ten episodes, easy watch, very fun. A thriller, you know, had you oh, yeah. wondering, like, who who's the person who's doing what, right? Uh, so check that out. You know, uh, TV is TV and movies. I feel like we've, we're having a good year this year. So uh, a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff yeah. to consume. Also having oh, a good yeah. a good year in terms of the NBA playoffs on TV. Yeah, been it's been good. It's been good. Also, I would be remiss to say, I'm sure you guys brought it up on yesterday's episode, which is airing today. 
So this will air two days after his passing. But got to say, rest in power to the man, Harry Belafonte. Yeah. Yeah, uh, who passed away on, uh, what's today, Wednesday? He passed away yeah. on Tuesday. So he passed away on Tuesday, the 25th. Yeah. Uh, legend, just a legend. Beautiful music. Uh, steadfast human being. An icon and a heavyweight in the black community and just a world culture who lived a long-ass life, did a lot of great stuff. So, yeah, I, I appreciate Mr. Belafonte sharing his talent with us and sharing his light with us for 96 years and happy trails to him. So, yeah, I wanted yeah. to say rest in, rest in peace to Mr. Harry Belafonte. Yeah. We, we, we talked about his passing in the uh, documentary, I think it's called The Sit-In, about when he hosted The Tonight Show for a week and had Martin Luther King Jr. and Robert, Robert F. Kennedy like on like a month before yeah. they were assassinated. And, Ooh. Yeah, just crazy. And then it just got kind of got memory hold. But yeah, a revolutionary person and like super like socialist values that now look really great at a time when like people were still like Nixon's pretty cool, right? <laughs> kind of like yeah. this Nixon guy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Let's see. Media I've been enjoying. Uh, Worldwide Wob on Twitter just doing doing the lord's work just uh with, with his coverage of the nba playoffs he retweeted a block by anthony edwards from it was like the sort of highlight that i would have missed because the minnesota lost and got eliminated but like just uh, well, well I, I love nba basketball so great it's great jimmy buckets baby yeah performance. whoo what a you performance. can hear us talk more about basketball on our podcast miles and jack on matt boosties which drops thursdays i think it's like more midday now because we're trying to turn it around in 24 hours so we're recording wednesdays now but I, that should be dropping today this afternoon Ooh. and also i liked this tweet from ed bermilla tweeted if biden would campaign on Headlights are too fucking bright now, man. He would win 40 states. <laughs> I think that's a good oh, idea. Oh, I love it. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes? Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Hey, super producer, Justin Connor, is there a song that we, that you think people might enjoy? Yeah, it's about to get hot here in LA, and uh, this song sounds like floating down a lazy river on a hot Ooh. afternoon. Uh, this is a little meditative retreat from a band I've recommended before called The Lazy Eyes out of Australia. It's about two minutes long. It just has some funky instrumentalism going on, no lyrics or singing or anything. So put this on and drift away for a little bit with this track called Hippo by The Lazy Eyes, and you can find that song in the footnotes. Footnotes? The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning. Back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. 
But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.